This podcast is for women from all walks of life to come together and share their stories through their eyes. So thanks for taking the journey with us. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Journey Podcast. Um, Today is a special day. Um, not only do I have someone that I admire, um, she is someone that I am fortunate enough to call a sister and a mentor. Today, we have none other than Dr. Yes, I said it, Dr. Zanita Heath. Hey, sis, how are you? Hello, Simone. How are you? I'm good. Uh, so I am going to get right into it um, because I want everyone to hear about all the amazing things that I know that you do. Um, and I want people to hear about your journey because it, it is one that is inspiring to all. So can you start by just sharing with everyone who you are and what is it that you do? Who am I? I am Dr. Vanita Driver Heath. I am uh, the founder of an organization called Right Path Counseling, Right Path Coaching, which I'll talk a little bit more about shortly. Um, I am also a program director for residential treatment for the state of New Jersey. Additionally, I am also a professor at Lincoln University and also at Wilmington University. Uh, so that is a little bit about who I am. I'm proud mom of Jaden Driver. Uh, he is uh, an upcoming entrepreneur, 12-year-old, started his own company called React Attire. So that is who I am. Yes, I love it. Uh, so you've said so many different things and you do so many awesome things. So you can choose wherever you would like. What would you like to start about sharing your journey with our listeners today? So I think what's important, I share those things because it was a time where I used to look back and I didn't think any of this could be me. Um, it was a time where in my life, I was just in a pinch. I was found out I was pregnant with my son. I found out I was going to be a single mother. I was in the middle of a graduate program and it was hard. You know, it was extremely hard because I wasn't sure how I was going to make it through. And when I look back at my life and I look back at where I was at 25, years old to where I am today, I know one, that it really wasn't nothing but uh, God. And then it really wasn't anything more than a mentality that I had was I was going to get it done no matter what. And so that is kind of the foundation of Right Path, of helping people understand that when they're on their journey, detours will happen. Things will happen. Um, things may not go the way you plan for it to go, but that doesn't have to stop you from reaching your destiny. It doesn't have to stop you from reaching your purpose. Absolutely. So um, talk, talk a little bit more about Right Path. So, you know, how did, what was your, uh, that was your inspiration, but, you know, tell them about your background, what your doctor is and all those amazing things. Okay. Um, a little bit of also, I mean, I'm also a therapist. I do mental health uh, workshops. I also do mental health counseling um, for individuals who are struggling with various mental health uh, struggles. 
but I kind of shifted within the last year. I felt the Lord kind of pulling me in a different direction. And it was more so about helping people navigate life on their journey. Um, understanding that there were no two journeys the same. We can have the ultimate same ending, but our journey to getting there is not always the same. And so Right Path is really a coaching uh, program where I partner with individuals to help them figure out what is it that they're trying to do? What is it that the goal that they're trying to obtain? And then the good thing about my counseling back Background is if there is something that's hindering them from reaching their greatness, reaching their destiny, maybe there's something they're struggling with personally that's kind of deterring, deterring, deterring them, excuse me, from where they're trying to go, I'm able to help walk them through that to say, hey, listen, maybe we need to figure this out. Maybe we need to work through this because sometimes the reason why we don't reach our destiny, we don't reach our purpose is because we're still holding on to things from the past. And so my goal is to really help individuals, man, woman, boy or girl to figure yeah. out what is it that's stopping them from getting to their desired outcome. And that's awesome. Um, you know, a lot of times we, we see people and, you know, we like, Oh, you know, I'm going to do that. But like you said, no one's journey looks the same. So that's, so important uh, for people to know. So how did you get into teaching? Um, teaching really started for me um, with, actually I reached out to working with high school students who uh, were accelerating from high school into a uh, community college. I started just doing some volunteer work and then started teaching there. Uh, as I was doing the volunteer work, and then I was able to kind of get into an uh, undergraduate program, partnering with the high school. So that's just where it started. And then the Lord, I, I honestly kind of say is nothing but God in favor, um, just started to open doors for me. But also before I became the state program director for um, New Jersey for residential, I started out as a trainer. And so I was training mental health professionals, clinicians, psychologists, um, any new staff that was coming on board with understanding what mental health uh, was, understanding how to treat it, coming up with treatment plans. And so that kind of really birthed my desire for teaching. So from that trainer position, um, I just went right into being a professor and then also doing uh, workshops for various religious organizations um, throughout the city. That's awesome. So you said something that I want to really talk about. Um, you know, we, we hear it and we, you know, put it as a hashtag, but a lot of times we don't talk about it, especially in the African-American community, mm -hmm. um, you know, about mental health. So, you know, talk about that journey and uh, how that became so important to you. Um, well, one, I know when I was going through my tough season, um, I didn't know whether I was dealing with depression or if I was just feeling overwhelmed or if it was anxiety. I knew I had a lot going on. And I actually had to sit with someone, one, for my program that I was in at the time. They always tell you to be a good therapist. You got to be able to go through therapy yourself so that you can know yourself, your stuff. So I kind of started to do my own self-work. I started to identify what it was that I was personally struggling with at the time, and I worked through it. But I began to really realized that a lot of what I was struggling with was because I wasn't navigating life doing my right path, right? I was doing what it is that everybody else thought I should be doing. I was worried about other people's opinions and other people's thoughts. And the more I worried about that, it was the more that I found myself feeling overwhelmed. So if I wasn't careful, I would have probably began to think that I was battling something, but I was battling something. But the truth is the thing that I was battling wasn't because of something within me. It was because I was taking on a lot of outside stuff. So it 
becomes really important to make sure that as you're navigating through life, what am I taking in? Am I struggling with mental health because I have a pre-genetic disposition, maybe from my family of origin? Am I struggling with mental health because I'm taking on too much from other people? What is it that I'm going through? And so I have really been on a quest of empowering women, especially African-American women, to live their best life know what's going on with around you, know what you're feeling and why you're feeling so that you can figure out how do I navigate my journey? What is really going on? That, that's important. And, and I, I can speak firsthand to that. You were someone who was very instrumental in uh, getting to a place where not so much focusing what others had to say, but doing what it was that I needed um, and making sure that I was in that right place so that I can go on the path and journey that was needed. So I just want to personally say thank you for that. Um, Look at you now. That is so important because a lot of times we miss the mark and we miss the mark because we are listening to so many outside voices we really have to allow ourselves to center ourselves to be still to really make sure that what am I listening to where's feeling coming from why am I thinking this way I often believe when we understand our thinking and the root of our thinking that really helps us get it done a lot faster and so that is my passion no matter where I am whether I'm teaching whether I'm uh, working with my staff that is just something that I'm personally passionate about absolutely um so so uh, talk more about your, your journey into like your job now. So what is, how was that experience for you? Um, it's different. Um, I have 13, I think, homes um, throughout the state that I oversee. Each of the homes have about five uh, youth that are in there per home that are struggling with various mental health disorders. Um, I shifted more of a training role into an operational role. Um, again, understanding what your right path is. I know that the things that I know God is calling me to do later requires me to learn some things right now. And so I kind of shifted because I had teaching down pack. I understood what I needed to do, how to create lessons, how to create PowerPoints, how to capture an audience. But there were things operationally that I didn't understand. And so it required me to really take a leap of faith and jump out and do something different than what I was accustomed to. To be honest, it was a lot more work than what I thought it would be. But I realized that the only way for me to get to that next level in life is for me to make some sacrifices right now and really to be allowing myself to sit under some people who have been doing it for a while that already understand it so that I can learn so that I can go to that next place. So I love it because it allows me to empower staff. It allows me to still work directly with the youth, but it also gives me that experience that I need that honestly, the journey that I've had so far um, didn't afford me. And so it's, it's been a good journey and it's exciting journey, but it's a lot of work. Yeah. I love that you said that, you know, you had to sit under people. Like I know sometimes like with my generation, we, we see everyone doing it. It's just like, okay, I'm going to do this, but we don't go through the process and the journey and through the path of sitting under from someone learning from them so that, you know, we might not have to make the same mistakes that they did. So that is so important. Um, and I'm so glad you said that so that, you know, it's just reiterated for those who already know it and those who may not. Just to um, piggyback off of that, because we don't know everything. And if we're not really willing to sit under someone to learn, then we're probably not really ready for that next thing that we're saying. So it's probably safe to say that if you're on a journey trying to get somewhere and you're not studying under someone, you're not learning for someone who's already did it, you're probably stuck learning and on your road. So I agree with you. That's that's so amazing. So I want you to... um, 
talk about so you're doing all this you you mentioned that um while you were in your uh graduate program that you became a mother so talk about that journey and all the amazing things that he is now doing <laughs> uh, that journey was tough you know I, I remember putting it in your book right that you know when i got pregnant i come from a, a very spiritual background um family is very involved in the church and so to be pregnant and not marry, oh, you know, that is not the, that is not good. Yeah. And so there was a lot that I had to take on. I had to prepare myself for psychologically, spiritually, yeah. emotionally. Um, but again, really honing in on myself, honing in on what it is that I know God is calling me to do, honing in that things happen, right? And so how do I learn from that? How do I push myself forward? And so I just really made a commitment that, before I had um, my son, I said, I'm going to get my doctorate by any means necessary. And so I was letting nothing stop me. And so I went through that schoolwork. I graduated a year later, unfortunately, uh, than my cohort, but it was okay. Detours will happen. Things will happen. I still got it done. Um, during that time, I also saved up uh, to purchase a home uh, with the help of my grandmother. And I was like, listen, I can't raise my son in an apartment. I cannot sacrifice rent. Uh, the amount that I was paying for rent was the amount that I could have been paying for a mortgage. I said, no, I have to position myself for my son's future. And so I did everything I could. I often tell anybody who talks to me, they'll tell you, I tell them all the time, I worked two jobs. I had an internship while pushing through school, mm -hmm. but I realized that nothing worth having comes easy. And so I had to just keep pushing. I had to keep fighting. I had to be mindful of my own psyche and what I was thinking and feeling so that I can get it done. And so I, I did it and I am excited to see what God is doing in his life. I'm excited to see that not only did I get the home, but I, I first pressed on. Uh, he was still a baby, but I said, I'm going to get this doctorate before he gets fully invested in, in what he needed to do when he got older yeah. so i was like listen i give myself five years to finish it i gotta stay the course and so i am so grateful to god that with the help of family i was able to to push on to get it but i i, I tell that story just as uh encouragement for somebody else because maybe they didn't have a baby maybe they didn't um become a mother but everyone has things that has the ability to knock them off their square. It has the ability to detour them from their greatness. But if you have the right mindset, if you have the right um, support system, if you are sitting among someone who is really pouring into you, there is nothing that can stop you. And most importantly, if you have God. Absolutely. Listen, I, I love your story. It is one that inspires me time and time again. Um, you know, and not only, you know, hearing it, but seeing you through it, it was, uh, it was very much an encouragement to realize that, you know, no matter what comes, you know, when you put your mind to something that it is possible to complete it. So um, that's awesome. So the next question that I ask everyone who comes onto the uh, podcast is, I believe that we all carried an invisible backpack, you know, Dora the Explorer, you know, Sydney got me in the baby shows, the kids shows. Um, but I believe that we all have a spiritual backpack that is a part of our journey that is helping us get to our final destination, whatever it may be. Um, for some, it's songs, scriptures, uh, quotes, affirmations, people, um, you know, even places. So what would you say has been in your invisible backpack helping you through your journey? I would say a combination of all of that, Simone. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can actually say one more than the other. Um, 
sometimes you want to call people, but you can't get them on a the phone. So it's a song that I had to sing. It was a scripture that I had to read to encourage myself, or it was just a thought that I had to tell myself. But there was one thing that a mentor told me when I was journeying on my doctorate. And she said, you have to find something to park your hanger of hope on. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she said, it has to be something that you look at and say, because of this, I am not going to give up. Because of this, I am going to hold on. And so there was two things that I can look back and say. One, um, I, my grandfather, he grew up, he did not have um, any formal education. He was a man who could barely read and write. But the legacy that he set for us, the hard work that he put out no matter what, um, was something that I said, if he can do it, with no education, so can I. I had a praying grandmother that I remember as a little girl going in the room and seeing her on her knees praying uh, time and time again. And I know, you know how they say in church, I had a praying grandmother. So I had a praying grandmother. I have praying parents. Um, so I know that that made a world of difference. But the biggest thing that even to this day that I use as my motivation is my son. Because I say, when I feel like giving up, when I feel like I got to check out, when I feel overwhelmed, it's knowing I got a little person that's watching me, right? Right. And so I have to keep pushing because if I don't keep pushing, his life is going to depend on it. And so I always say I have to have something and everyone has to have something that they can put their hanger of hope on that no matter how hard things get, they can actually have something tangible that they can feel and see that's going to keep them pushing, keep them motivated, hold them on when they feel like I just can't make it anymore. So that is kind of, I think I will take all of those things you said, Simone, and put it together and say all of those were in my invisible knapsack. And I pulled each out at different times on my journey. Absolutely. That's so important. Um, you know, I, I love it. And, you know, it's so important for people to realize that, you know, for some people, it might be one thing, and for others, you got to have those different tools. You never know what you're going to need, so um, absolutely love that you said that. So the next thing that I want you to share with uh, those who are listening now or who watch the replay, what are some empowering or encouraging words that you can share for someone who may go through a similar journey as yours? Um, don't give up. Take a break. Cry if you must. Um, but don't give up. Find yourself a support system that genuinely and authentically believes in you, that wants to see your greatness, um, wants to see you make it. Um, watch what voices you're taking in during tough times of your life, because those voices that you hear when you're going through a rough season has the ability to impact you cognitively and then ultimately emotionally and spiritually. So you got to be really careful around the messages that you take in. Guard your mind, guard your heart um, in a way that you won't allow just anything or anyone to, to deter you from your path. Um, yeah. So I would tell them, just don't give up. You know, things happen. Things happen. And I think we often don't realize that things happening is a part of life, right? And so it's what we do in those moments when things start to happen, right, that gets us to that next place. And so if you give up, you're going to end up still starting all over again. You're still going to have to keep going until you learn the lesson. But you got to just don't, you got to not give up. Yeah. So that's what I would say to someone. Just keep fighting, keep holding on. Find something to put your hanger of hope on and keep pushing. Take a break if you must. Cry if you must. Talk to someone if you must, but keep pushing. So I could, I'm, I could take my break? You can take your break, but you got to, you know, I already told you, you got to keep pushing, okay? Let yeah. me know when you're trying to write that letter of recommendation. Listen, <laughs> I promise, by, by, by 35, 35, yeah, that's good. That's going to be some years. I will have my doctorate. 
I give you, I give you a little break right now. Oh, I know you got you. a family. I know you what that's too. like. So yeah, I give you a break, but I'll be emailing you. I got you. I will, I will get the doctor. We're gonna we're gonna make sure of that. Dr. Uh -huh. Roberts. Like that ring, right? Dr. <laughs> Roberts. Yes. Uh, I like it. So I want you to share with those, before I go there, if you take nothing else from this, the, I want you to take that piece of advice that Dr. Heath gave us that says, watch the voices you're taking in during a tough time. Listen, we all go through tough times, but we have to be aware of those people who are around us because like, like she said, they can uh, make or break what happens in our journey. So if you take nothing else, take that from this podcast today. I want you, before we uh, start closing out, what is next for Right Path? I'm going to be honest. Right Path is on pause because React is, <laughs> is, is trailblazing. React is taking up so much of my time. But um, ultimately, Right Path, eventually I will get out my workbook, get it done. It's actually finished, but I, I had to pause for a minute. Remember, detours will happen. Um, and so I am hoping that by the end of the year, um, by no later than December, that they will be able to have their workbook. Uh, I am currently now doing some coaching. I have a couple clients that I'm working with. So Right Path is moving, but sometimes you got to be able to help others navigate their journey. And my 12-year-old journey is moving a lot faster than uh, right path. <laughs> Listen, so y'all know the culture. I heard that she take it, she coaching. So, you know, she might be able to fit y'all in for, you know, a quick session or two. All right. So, uh, you know, make sure y'all reach out to her. Uh, so I want you to, um, before I ask you to share any uh, social media, media handles, is there anything else that you want to share with those who will listen to your podcast? again hang on in there right just don't give up i know life is hard i know things happen but i think the best thing i've ever heard someone say to me was hang in there and so don't get discouraged no matter what place you're in use that as an op opportunity to learn to grow to make you stronger um, and to give you the stamina you need to keep pushing because every lesson that we go through is meant for something down the line we're just not sure what it's for but if we stay on the course the right course you will figure it out and so I just encourage them to keep pushing and hang in there I love it so before we close out please let people know how they can follow you uh, be a part of your journey um, learn about what you're doing with your son all those things please give everyone your social media handles and if you want to give an email also um, my Instagram is Dr. Z with two E's, Dr. Z-E-E-R-P-C. Um, same thing for Facebook, Dr. Z R-P-C. I normally post encouraging uh, posts daily uh, throughout the week there. My son has a, a company that he just started in lieu of the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, React Attire, R-E-A-C-T Attire. That is on Instagram. Um, he also has a website as well, reactattire.com. And so follow us, hear about our journey, hear about the great thing God is doing in our life. And we hope that we could be a blessing to you guys uh, just as much as you, Simone, have been a blessing to me. I love you. I love you, you got my support, you and Jay, and through everything. Okay, so y'all heard her. Please make sure you follow her. Follow her son, Jaden. He's doing amazing things um, during this time. Um, her, listen, when the workbook drops, please make sure you get it so we can get it done. Um, and support and just continue to uh, thrive and strive and survive through whatever it is that life um, 
will come through in life. So thank you everyone for listening. Life won't be easy, but it's a journey worth taking. So thank you, sister, for taking the journey with us tonight. Um, I love you guys. Make sure that you share this with someone so that they also can be empowered. And we'll see you all in two weeks. I see ya.